Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Hi, and welcome to the Politics Podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by a special guest, David Melser. David is the co-founder of Sportsman Marketing and the host of the Entrepreneur's Podcast, The Playbook. David Melser is also a top 100 business coach, global public speaker and three-time international best-selling author who has also been honoured by Variety as Sports Humanitarian of the Year. In this podcast, we talk about motivation, mindset, empathy, process, and much more. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this special episode. Tuning in, trying to find out how to win. Go along and tell a friend. Marathon, you know the game. Keep on running, never end. Getting better, make a man. Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it. Possibility, 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 Tune in. David, it's, uh, it's great to have you on the podcast. How are you doing today? You are? I'm amazing, man. Thank you for having me, Adam. What's going on? No, no, you're welcome. So it's, uh, it's great to have you on. Absolutely. Yeah, but I, I just I just thought I'd um, yeah say you know a massive thank you you know for being on the podcast and I, I really I really appreciate it and I you know I, I was looking at your background and what you're doing and you, you're you've got lots of experience under your belt with um, you know what you've done and what you're doing. Um, I'll just note some out. So, like, the co-founder of Sports One Marketing. Um, you've got the Entrepreneurship Playbook podcast. You're an author, top 100 business coach, global public speaker. Like, how how did you kind of um, did you think this was going to happen? Like, how did you kind of like fall into all this? Yeah, you know that's exactly right. It's uh, just focusing in on the capabilities that I have. So, what when I was young, I was really uh, focused in on was making a lot of money. And so I wanted to develop skills, knowledge, and have the desire to make a lot of money so I could buy my mom a house and a car because hmm. I grew up poor. And what happened was develop, developing that system of finding my skills, 
developing knowledge of what and who and yeah. increasing my desire, uh, I always kept my options open because my goal was to make a lot of money to what paid the most. So, you know, after law school, I got two job offers, one to be a litigator and make a lot of money in oil and gas, the other to sell uh, legal research on the internet in 1992. Because the internet job paid more, I took that and I ended up being a millionaire nine months out of law school. That company mm -hmm. sold for 3.4 billion. I went to the Silicon Valley to make even more money and learn how to raise money. I worked in the middleware space, transcoding the internet onto cell phones, WAP phones, and then became CEO of the world's first smartphone, uh, mm -hmm. the first Windows device, a Windows CE device called the PCE phone. Uh, wow. And multi-millionaire by the time I was 30, still keeping my options open, I met a guy named Lee Steinberg, uh, who ran the most notable sports agency in the world, Lee Steinberg Sports and Entertainment. They had made the movie Jerry Maguire about Lee, and he offered me, because of my skills, my knowledge, and my desire, he offered me the chief operating officer position. Because of my skills, knowledge, and desire, I became the CEO of that company six months into it. And because of my skills, knowledge, and desire, I met a guy named Warren Moon, the Hall of Fame quarterback. And 11 years ago, we founded Sports One Marketing together. Uh, and last three and a half years, almost four years come the Super Bowl, I started building my own brand. I started realizing that, you know, the $2 billion in management that I had built as a brand and the companies mm -hmm. that I had built as a brand and the charities that I had built as a brand now with the reach that an individual brand could have because of social media, the amplification and uh, the perpetuation of content that I should focus on building my own brand. So that's where the books came in. You know, I have four books mm -hmm. that I've written, three best-selling international bestsellers. I have the top podcast called The Playbook. I have uh, two TV shows, one elevator pitch, uh, and then two, I have a new TV show coming out on Bloomberg and Amazon called Two Minute Drill. Uh, I nice. speak around the world, executive coach, but all of that stems from what I tell everyone to do, no matter what age you are. Don't mm -hmm. look outside of yourself, look in, develop skills that you want to develop, knowledge of who and what, not just what and not just who, who and what, and be fired up about what you do. The same percentage of your life sucks, just the same as mine, and it mm -hmm. always will. It's what we do with the suck. Can you find the light, the love, and the lessons in the suck? Can you be inspired by the suck to continue to grow, mm. learn, and, and truly help other people? Mm. No, I think it's amazing. I think it's amazing what you're doing. Like I find it really inspiring, and I like I like what you talk about as well. Um, you know, humility, you know, gratitude, empathy, and uh, you know, accountability, and you know, those things I think you know are really important as well, like in life and. I saw um, one of your clips and um, you talked about, you know, humility and, you know, that it's okay to ask for help. Um, yeah. So I think all those combined, the biggest thing is the practice side of it. These things that you list out, everybody pretty much knows since they've been three years old that you should say thank you, that you should be forgiving, that you should be accountable, that you should be inspired, that you should be kind, that you should be humble. But it's the practice of it. And what I try to instill in people is that you need to practice what you want. You need to pay attention to, give intention to the coincidences in, in your life. And if you can do that, you'll realize the easiest way to get to where you wanna go 
is to ask someone that's already there, right? Mm -hmm. If you want to get somewhere, ask them for directions. People are afraid not to give. Most people have no problem giving of themselves, being kind, being of service and of value to others. Most people have a huge problem receiving. They feel bad mm -hmm. about themselves. They feel guilty, resentful, separate, inferior when they receive. I like to tell people, don't give to receive. Receive as much as you can so you can give. You can't give what you don't have. So yeah. receive by asking for help. Yeah, no, I think that's definitely key. And like I, I've met people who, you know, they find it hard to receive things. And, I, and I'm like, I always say, um, you need to be able to kind of receive things by be, to be able to give. And if, you know, so if you're not open to receiving things, things won't come your way and like you know, be in the universe. You nailed it. That's the biggest, I think, detriment that people create interference mm -hmm. between what they want and what's already there and other people that can be there to help you. Mm. Yeah, no, definitely. And um, I, li I like what you say as well, um, like the, the value, the value 120 rule, you know, giving 100 and asking for 20. Yeah. So for me, not only mathematically do people have problems quantifying. <coughs> yeah, yeah. No, that problem's quantifying value because ultimately, no matter what I'm selling or giving or sharing, mm. if I told you, hey, you know, Adam, I'll give you $100, give me 20 back, you would have no problems. Mm. It would make sense. But yeah. if I didn't have the right energy connected to it, if I asked you, hey, let me give you 100, you give me 20, but I didn't have the right energy to it, you would be like, where's the catch? I think he's going to scam me, right? Mm -hmm. Why is that? Same two people, one you trust and one is sketchy, has different energy. Yeah. So for me, the 120 world is an energetic practice that I'm mm -hmm. thinking about every day in the morning, not only asking God for 10 people that I can help, <laughs> excuse me, but Sorry, no, don't more worry. importantly, <laughs> yeah, more importantly, I want to carry the energy as if I'm dreaming in the morning, giving $100 bills out to everybody I meet and asking for mm. 20 back, what that truly feels like. So the sincerity and the energy is aligned with what I'm offering. So many people, mm. quantitatively, they've done the work, but there's something about their energy, their frequency that creates yeah. skepticism. A lot of times it's the subtleties of credibility where they've oversold, back end sold, lied, manipulated, and cheated. And then that creates a, a, a true energy yeah. of finding more that they're lying about and it ruins the whole deal. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think that, that's something I've definitely noticed, um, you know, on LinkedIn networking sometimes. I'll have people who can connect to me and they'll, they'll want to sell me something straight away before, before they've even touched base or, or um, asked about, you know, how to that, gain that rapport. And, I think like, you know, that's kind of, you know, trust is a big thing, isn't it? And like, you know, rapport and like, you know, having that understanding of somebody and that empathy. You talk, you talk about that. That's so important because most people ignore credibility and they think that they, you know, just should dump features and benefits on people. People buy on emotion for logical reason. The number one emotion people buy on is trust. Trust is only given by credibility, by telling the truth by illuminating the weaknesses, by illuminating your past, by sharing your experience, finding out what somebody likes and doesn't like. Once you can find out what someone likes and doesn't like, you can ask them, would it be helpful if blank? And then it would have much more value than just assuming somebody likes it. And you know, let's say I'm selling oysters and I don't know you like oysters. 
And I say, oh, I got the best oysters in the world. Meanwhile, you're allergic to oysters. I haven't asked the question. I've lost credibility. There's no emotional attachment. There's no sale. But I never ask. And, I, and the guy keeps telling me, no, I'm not interested because he's too embarrassed to tell me that he's allergic. Meanwhile, I might waste 10, 20, 30 sales calls on someone that's not available to buy. Mm. Yeah, no, definitely. No, it's definitely it. Do you, um, as well, like I was just thinking, like, do you have any, um, like growing up or in, in like now, any like role models at all? Or anyone so like everybody you, should like, have, person? yeah, everybody should have three mentors, right? Three hmm. role models, as you suggest. And I've had them for years. And the way that I choose them is I pick out people that sit in the situation that I want to be in. I find people that are where I want to be and I ask them for directions. So if I want to be the best chef, I'm going to go and find one of the best chefs in the world and ask them for help to teach me to be one of the best chefs. If I'm interested in getting and losing weight, I'm going to find the best trainer or nutritionist. Or mm -hmm. if I want to do balance, I'll find someone that teaches balance. If I want to learn math, I'll find a great mathematician. But mm -hmm. at all times in your life, you should have at least three mentors, people that sit in the situation that you want to be in according to your values of what you want in your life. Don't vote for what other people want for you. Vote for what you want in your life and definitely don't vote for what you don't want in your life because you'll end up with what you don't want. You need yeah. to take care of your values every day and vote for what you want and ask for help in getting it. Hmm. No, I really, I really uh, resonate with that. I find like, it, I think it's so important to have, you know, role models, like you said, and, and, the, and the right kind of people that you surround yourself with as well. I think that's something I've, I've, I've kind of like, you know, learned about over time. Um, sometimes people kind of tell you oh you can't do that thing or you shouldn't do that thing and i think if you're surrounded by certain people you it's you know you're probably hard to do those things you want to do yeah well especially with people that love us right i always tell people just because someone loves you doesn't mean they give you good advice a lot of times people who love us they want your safety they want ordinary for you not extraordinary because they don't want you to have to experience the pain that it takes mental physical spiritual emotional financial pain that it takes to be extraordinary so they're going to mm -hmm. give you advice based on your security or stability not on what you want and because they love us we give them credibility but just because someone loves us doesn't mean they have our best interest in mind or they know what they're talking about i asked my mom should i be a real lawyer or sell you know internet stuff and she told me the internet's a fad it'll never <laughs> last and i'm making the biggest mistake of my life well, nobody loves me more than my mom still today. Yeah. Nobody. But she wanted me to have the secure job of being a lawyer, making mm -hmm. money. She could brag to her friends that I was a real lawyer. All those things had nothing to do about me or the opportunity. It was all about her and what she wanted for me, not through her, through her mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Like, I think that's really important. And, and um you know, to kind of like listen to yourself, isn't it like, you know, respect where your parents are coming from, but kind of like, you know, do what, you know, is right, you know, in, in your heart. Yeah, when you, you yeah. respect your parents, you promote yourself. So mm -hmm. you don't have to resist what they're saying. All you have to do is appreciate what they're saying and still make up your own mind. So let people know, hey, I really appreciate your advice. I love you mm -hmm. so much. And I'm so grateful that you care so much about me. I'm going to take that under consideration. And then make mm -hmm. your own decision like a handful mm -hmm. of sand let it fall through your fingers and then hold on to the grains that make sense yeah yeah no exactly i think i was thinking as well um you know what advice would you give to people who you know trying to figure out what they want to do in life but kind of don't really know what to do if that makes sense 
Yeah, well, first of all, take inventory of your values. If you take inventory of your values every day, your personal values, what you want to experience, your experiential values, what you want to give, what your productive values are, value, service, solutions that you want to give, and receiving what you want, right? If you take inventory of your values, then angle towards those values every day, do something that is aligned with your values for the day. Don't be afraid of being a hypocrite and learning that, hey, I don't like that. I don't want to do that. That's fine. But continue to angle towards something better. Don't quit and find and keep on evolving according to your skills, knowledge, and desire, how they're aligned or supplementary or synergistic to what you want. Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, definitely. Because um, I think, like, you know, I speak to a lot of people who don't know what they want to do and they're kind of like, you know, stuck in that loop. And I think like, you know, society, a lot of pressure on people to, you know, to figure out what they want to be or do. And um, I think, you know, I definitely agree with what you said. And um, I, know, I know we're kind of thinking for time soon and I'll spare your time. But um, it's kind of like, like a last kind of question, like, um, well, well, our topic, you, you did a video and you was talking about, you were saying like, the importance of gratitude and you've worked with lots of different people and, you know, scientists and, met loads of people when you said like the bottom kind of uh, line of everything is like gratitude is what it comes down to and i think that's you know heavily important as well i think it's the most important thing like i started right gratitude identifies pain as an indicator not a stop sign if you don't have gratitude when pain arises in your life you will fold you will quit you won't make it if you have gratitude instead of quitting you'll find the light, the love, and the lessons. You'll see pain, mental, physical, spiritual, emotional, financial pain is an indicator. It's a turn signal, just like a car. Instead of hitting the brakes when you have pain, you literally will hit the turn signal and say, oh, there's a lesson to learn. Let me find the new directions to get to somewhere better in a better place, a better situation, and even faster. And so I see gratitude as the tool in which allows me to find the light, the love, and the lessons. Or in other words, find the directions from the pain in order to go to a better place or make my situation better. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. No, definitely, I definitely agree. And um, it's, it's been a pleasure, it's been a pleasure talking to you, David. I know, I know you've got um, set time, but um, like where, where can people find you on social media? Like where's the best handle for you? Um, like, you know. Yeah, thank you. So I do trainings every Friday for free. They're featured on Spotify, on Entrepreneur Magazine. They're featured on every platform. It's called The Playbook. But my trainings are live at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern time every Friday. You can email me, david at dmeltzer.com for free trainings, for free books, exercises, guides. Everything's free. Don't worry. Uh, and then you can find me at David Meltzer or David Meltzer everywhere. My website's D, first initial, Meltzer, D Meltzer. But David Meltzer, if you Google it, you'll find me. I'm pretty much on every platform and doing my best to empower over a billion people to be happy. Yeah. No, it's amazing what you're doing, David. And um, I think I think you're doing. I, I really love your content, and you know, I I really see you, you know, as a role model and mentor for me as well. And you know, it really helps. I uh, appreciate it, Adam. Come join one of my groups sometime. I'd love yeah. to see you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, of course. Thank you. Thank you, for your, thank you for your time. Thank you, buddy. Take care. Take care. Take care. Great Thanks. job. Bye bye. Thank you. Take care. Got it,
Hi there. I'd just like to say a massive thank you for listening to my podcast. I really hope that my podcast has a positive impact and provides positive value to you and your life. I'm also a certified and accredited life coach and I am offering free discovery call consultations up to 15 minutes. And through these calls, I will touch base with you and see where you're at in your current situation. And as a life coach, I can help you in areas with you know, mental health, anxiety, depression, goal setting, relationship coaching, and you know, many other areas of life. So if you're interested in having a free consultation, please get in touch at thepositivitypodcast at gmail.com or you can reach me on LinkedIn with the name Adam Parr or my Instagram at positivity94. So if you're interested in having a consultation and you know, you're at a place in your life where you know, you're wanting to reach out for help, um, please get in touch and um, I'll be happy to to help you. Um, Have a great day and um, all the best. Take care.